0: Both she and Alana were on his list. Oh, these lists.
1: So romantic. So romantic. You were on it's my like list Christmas with lists. somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Shandy.
0: Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. Episode seven. Whew. Did you like this one? How, how does this one rank for you?
1: It was very hard to follow the act of episode six. I agree.
0: I agree. But...
1: If episode six had never happened, episode (laughs) seven would have been as entertaining as episode six, I think.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Not quite as riveting as episode six, but nonetheless, a huge step up from last week. Again,
1: I was entertained.
0: Yes. All right. So episode seven kicks off with Kendall talking Mm. about how birds, some very few have penises, she says. And most of them have two holes. And they have sex by just meeting. They their actually two have
1: holes. one hole. Oh, club. sorry. Most
0: birds. Sorry. Most birds. The couples between the two of them have two holes. Yeah, between two, yeah, they yeah. have two combined. Yes, yes. Yeah. two combined. But holes. yeah, they
1: have one hole that does all the work. And uh, and the fact that Kendall pointed that out made me more secure in my relationship with them. <laughs> I
0: was about to say this definitely reinforced your crush. I think.
1: Yeah, it's a very me thing to say that.
0: Yes. Okay. So now we have Demi talking to Kenny. And they're talking at the bar and she says, Let's just go to the boom boom room again.
1: She's really trying to press that boom boom room angle. It's by the way it's, it's broad not the daylight right It's
0: not nighttime. They're not in some snuggly situation. It's it's daytime. You know
1: what Demi does and, and this is something that people should always watch out for. It's the analogy is to quicksand. Like when you get stuck in quicksand, you don't struggle. You just stay there and you slowly kind of work your way. Is that what you do? Yeah. I'm I'm very familiar with quicksand. (laughs) I taught a, I did a TED talk on quicksand. Okay. But that's not important right now. But the point is, is that when she's in, in these situations, she does exactly, she flails and flails and flails and flails more and more and more until she's completely under the quicksand.
0: Yep. I agree. Well, Kenny responds with, what, right now?
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: always what you want to hear.
1: Yeah, it's always, the question is very clear. It's, I want to have sex. Like, oh, um, I'm not sure I fully understand. Could you explain more? Like, she really has to take the hand with Kenny. Stop. Yeah, She's better than that. Demi is better than that.
0: Well, she responds with, I mean, whenever, whenever you're down, whenever you're not busy talking to losers.
1: And this, she, you know, she she really reverts to being like a fifteen-year-old. She it's does just like stop it. Yeah, they, it's not a good look. Yeah, she's better than that. Also, there are sides of Demi that are really good. Yes, that's not one of them. I
0: love many sides of Demi, but this is not one of them. Especially that. I mean, whenever, whenever you're down, no, I just I think that we'll get there. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I think it's clear what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now we have a new celebrity host. A guest host. A
1: celebrity <laughs> host.
0: Titus Burgess arrives. Hmm. I confess, neither of us know or knew who he was. Hmm. Uh, Marissa tells the camera that he's an actor he's a singer he's on Broadway something I, like I don't know if they would have to do that if everyone knew who he was
1: yeah you, you wouldn't hear the same thing with Ryan Gosling
0: <laughs> no like, he's an
1: actor he's a singer <laughs> you know Ryan
0: Gosling <laughs> and notice how with Lance Bass no one was like for anyone who's not familiar he was in NSYNC. Yeah. although did they do that no 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 <laughs>
1: I'm I'm doubting myself. Listen, I'm sure Titus Burgess has a great career. No, and
0: actually, his voice was beautiful. Beautiful voice. Yeah, and I googled him. He has a huge career. But I confess, we did not know who. I'm just saying,
1: word got out that that hosting this Bachelor in Paradise was not a walk in the park. (laughs) And I think they had to dig a little deeper down the the stack. That's all I'm saying. No disrespect.
0: I think does a good job but for me he's too, a little too, too active yeah i said too performative and too, sticky for too me
1: sticky what he was doing were things that were kind of nasty yeah and he was but, doing them with too like celebratory a yeah, tone yeah. yes yeah, i agree kind of inappropriate. it's almost
0: like it should just be stern because what you're doing is a nasty thing yes so he announces that there will be a party mm-hmm. but it's a vip party And not just anyone is invited to this party. And there seems to be this arbitrary list of invitees that have been hand selected for maximum damage, it would seem. I just found this really weird. There's no rhyme or reason. You're just taking half the contestants out and setting them off to be VIPs. There's no reason. It's so
1: wrong. Yeah. I felt it was like one of those teams, like in Game of Thrones, where there's like a battle where you're like, oh, it's pretty even. You know, I think, I think we're going to win. And then suddenly, like, dragons come in. And you're like, oh, come on. That's not fair. Totally. So
0: going to this VIP party is Becca Kufrin. Aaron, Noah, Abigail, Kenny, Jasenia, Chris, Riley, Deandra, James, Thomas, and Demi.
1: Totally just randomly picked out of one of those like lotto <laughs> yeah. spitting balls. Yep. Yeah. Just like randomly picked.
0: Yeah. And it was interesting how they separated some couples. Like Riley and Marissa are clearly coupled up, but they did not invite Marissa. Of mm-hmm. course, knowing they could get many tears from her because she would be insecure at him being gone partying. Yep. Yep. So in the evening, the uninvited women are fretting, Hmm. namely Tammy, Mari, and Marissa. And meanwhile, Deandra in an ITM says, and by the way, this is my flashpoint. I have a flashpoint in Uh this episode. She says, if you have a guy that you're interested in and it just takes one party with another woman to take them away, was that really your man? Preach. Preach. Do you approve of that flashpoint? I
1: am approving of that. Shall we? Yes. (laughs)
0: Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a dual flashpoint in a while.
1: Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Reminds me of the old days. <laughs> yes.
0: I wrote I love Deandra in all caps. Yeah. She has She's self-esteem. Good.
1: Almost too much.
0: <laughs> too much for this setting. Yeah. <laughs> she's great. I just love her. And she yeah. was yawning. Oh,
1: she's checked out. <laughs> she <laughs> pulled like a Dwayne Wade from The Bachelorette. Yeah. If that's, a, that's a callback for you. Yeah, your for big anyone fans. Who, who
0: caught our Bachelorette recaps. <laughs> but
1: she's checked out in a, the most elegant and delightful way. Yes.
0: Yeah. Big fan. Mm-hmm. So they go to a club at a place called the Ibero Star.
1: Not Not at all sponsored whatsoever. Where there's a
0: a lit dance floor and we see a a glimpse of Dammy twerking on all fours. Eh, You know. (laughs) And we see some Heineken product placement.
1: Yes. Yep. Yes, yes. Heineken is a delicious beer. Hops, barley, (laughs) Dutch. um, Beer. Bubbles. (laughs) Bubbles. Yeah, bubbles.
0: (laughs) So Chris, while talking to Jesenia, makes a dig at Matt James. He says, every time I've kissed you... I've kept my eyes open just so I can help you relive your season. Aww. And she goes, you're lying. And he says, of course I'm lying. I'm not a psychopath.
1: <laughs> ah, Foreshadowing.
0: <laughs> Matt James got a lot of heat for the eye open kissing.
1: That's a little weird.
0: It is a little weird, but... I think it's a little rich for, Chris of all, people to be making fun of someone like Matt James.
1: It'll become richer.
0: It, yeah, soon to become far, far wealthy, richer.
1: Wealthy. Wealthy beyond its wildest dreams. Yes.
0: So Titus Burgess arrives once again.
1: Yes, with an unprepared improv <laughs> speech.
0: He introduces four new women. Mm-hmm. And he says, Are you ready to meet my guests? And Deandra, our favorite, says, No. <laughs>
1: No, slow, no slow.
0: Oh, wait, slow?
1: It's slow.
0: And, but then it builds momentum? No, no, it's
1: just slow. What's, what's, Does a
0: slow clap always stay slow?
1: It's just slow. Yeah, there's no building. You can build, but it's not slow. <laughs> that's another thing.
0: Okay. It's so just, it's a different kind of clap.
1: Yeah, a slow clap is just.
0: Yeah, but slow clap to me doesn't sound as enthusiastic as I feel this deserves.
1: No, a slow clap is a specific type of clap for things where it's like a, kind of like a quiet mic drop. There's a different There's different types of slow clap There's a sarcastic slow clap Yeah Where you're just like
0: Okay I think I thought All slow claps were sarcastic
1: Oh that's not the way I see it at all I think sometimes slow clap Is for things that are so monumental That you're just like Oh Like you're like It needs gravity It's almost like Finally someone did that Oh oh Like you're not like Oh that's nice It's more like Okay. Thank you. Okay,
0: if that's what this means, Deandra, you're getting a solid I'm slow sorry clap.
1: if a slow clap has a negative connotation. I, I, <laughs> apparently, well, I don't understand slow I think slow it's claps. clear
0: no matter what that this was meant to have a good connotation. Yeah,
1: we're, we're good. It's so
0: so four new ladies arrive. We have Alana, Alea, Chelsea, and McKenna. Uh, Alana, I legitimately had no idea who this person was. None. I did a quick search. She's Canadian.
1: Oh, really? I know.
0: Shocking, right? Ooh. I I don't, I don't know why I just didn't see that coming She's one of two Canadians For Matt James' season But I do think she Lives in the States So spends a lot of time In the States She's not
1: a real Canadian <laughs>
0: She's she's Canadian okay. And she went home In the second roast ceremony On Matt James' this season So we have good reason To not remember who she is okay. You have a very good reason Because you didn't watch Any of Matt James' this season But I struggled When I mm. saw her I was like I don't know but now we all know.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, we know.
0: So, Jesenia in an ITM Express is not loving Alana being there. And she says that in San Diego, Alana threw herself at Chris and it, quote, wasn't a good
1: look. Oh.
0: So, San Diego.
1: I don't know what happened in San Diego.
0: I guess they all hung out in San Diego.
1: There was some big hubbub.
0: Yeah, big hubbub.
1: Wait, hubbub? Yeah, hubbub. Hubbub. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hubbub didn't sound right. It sounds like a Middle Eastern.
0: I totally... Uh, oh, like kebab?
1: Yeah, it sounds... So, it's, it's the, the emphasis is in the wrong place. So it's a big kebab? <laughs> okay. not hubbub. Okay. Okay.
0: So Chris and Alana now talk. He says... He swings by Jasenia on the way to talking to Alana and mm. goes, BRB.
1: Did he say that? Yes. He did not. He
0: 100% said that.
1: <sighs> if there was capital punishment on Bachelor in Paradise...
0: That's like saying first piece of evidence. That's like saying "lol" instead of laughing.
1: It's worse than "lol." "lol" has almost become like part of like like the dictionary. That's like a word now. "brb" too. "brb," you don't you don't say. It's like "fyi." You don't say "brb." You don't say it. (laughs) You don't (laughs) don't write it. You don't do whatever.
0: No, I think you can text it if, if you're in the middle of a text conversation and you need to go do something. You can be like BRB phone or something.
1: You don't say BRB to a human in life, like with your mouth, <laughs> period.
0: I mean, I completely agree, but I also don't think you say LOL. I think you just laugh.
1: Oh, you don't say LOL either.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. I misunderstood. You do not say LOL. You do not. As a matter of fact, you're right. You don't say LOL more than you don't say BRB. Yes. I almost could. I'll give you a pass once in a blue moon for the right situation to say BRB if it's mildly ironic. But you never say LOL.
0: No, you only ever type BRB.
1: Yeah, and, and you, I
0: personally don't even think you should type LOL. But I'm one of those people that hates LOL.
1: If you say LOL, you have to say it so ironically that it's almost the most. It's it's got to be a moment of irony that's as pure as the, the most crystal pure mountain snow. You can, <laughs> there's almost no ex- exception for saying out loud LOL. Yep. just laugh. Yep. But anyway, that's besides the point. He shouldn't have said anything. He should have done every single thing he did yes, from the moment he said "BRB." On it was a disaster.
0: Yes. So now Chris goes and talks to Alana, and they chat very briefly. And he dives in for a kiss, mm. pretty quickly here. Something he
1: said he's been waiting a long time. Yeah, to do. he
0: said I might do something I've wanted to do for a while. I wrote, I can't keep up. Is this their first kiss? Because he worded it like it was their first kiss. But then it also, as the episode progressed, seemed like they were a couple or... It
1: was unclear. That they were
0: somewhat established. It was not clear.
1: I think that it wasn't their first kiss, but the anticipation... Of that kiss, after having had an original kiss, was was large.
0: I think it was their first kiss, but their relationship has been extremely flirty like and texty. It's, yeah, and maybe FaceTimey, and it's just been clear that it's a romantic thing that they planned on consummating at some right. point.
1: There's an actual a lot of BRBs and LOLs <laughs> in, in real. Use. Something
0: tells me there's a lot of BRBs and LOLs. So yeah. yes, especially considering Chris is involved. Yes. <laughs> so Andy. You said, it's like the sun is setting and all the guys are becoming vampires. Mm -hmm. It's true. Uh, Brendan and now Chris. It's scary to see these sides of people that you thought were totally normal, nice guys.
1: Yeah. Titus Burgess is like the king vampire. He just (laughs) rose them all.
0: Yeah. Well, Titus Burgess, to be fair, came after... The Brendan oh, right. and Piper thing, as far as we know, we're, right. we can't be totally it's sure, honestly. Titus I, I it's not bad. his. It's feel not bad his fault.
1: Ripping on Burgess so much.
0: <laughs> well, to be fair, he was stirring this pot.
1: Oh, stirring so heavily and stirring with with uh, like uh, over emotive acting. It was almost. It was almost insulting.
0: <laughs> well, you looked at someone like Lance Bass. You felt like Lance Bass. I don't know. Maybe this is the the personas they were meant to play. But, you know, he talked to Natasha through her relationship. Obviously, he was told to do that. But I don't know. Titus Burgess is clearly like a bad host. He's a bad guy. He was
1: given literally a script. Yeah. He's like, give me the script. I'll memorize it. I will perform this brilliantly. Yeah. I'm not doing anything else. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't care about people's emotions. I'm not going to take anyone aside. Yeah. I am literally give me the script. This is what I do. I'm a Broadway actor and a singer.
0: And a singer. A wonderful singer. Yeah,
1: apparently.
0: So while Chris and Alana are kissing, Jasenia walks in, and Andy, you died here. Her expression is everything. She Amazing. walks in and she's just like...
1: Oh, it was it was a meme. She memed. It was
0: a meme, and I we shouldn't have laughed because it was awful, but also her expression was just sheer perfection, like it couldn't have been any better had she been more upset or less upset. It was perfection. It was sheer disdain and irritation and also like i fucking knew it
1: yes it was the knowing it part that yes. made it so perfect yes
0: so back at the club mm, Jasenia comes the club, comf- club. Jasenia talks to chris <laughs> this is pretty incredible he says i'm so in my head right now and she says no he's actually why? up his, ass.
1: <laughs> his head is up his ass
0: <laughs> she says why and he says i don't know i'm trying to figure out where i am and I said, is it just me or does he not say anything?
1: But this is, we've, we've seen this movie many times. Yeah. Where the guy is in a position where he obviously did something dastardly. And there's nothing to say. Yeah. It's just you're caught red-handed. Yep. Like usually in real life, you don't get caught red-handed like that. So you like find some text messages maybe later and then you explain your way out of it. And there's a, it's a long process. Here it's just like. I literally caught you being the biggest yeah. asshole in the world. Well, what are you going to say about it?
0: Yeah, I mean, he says I'm in my head right now. I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out where I am. That's
1: bullshit. He, he got caught making out with another girl. It's
0: unclear at this point whether or not Jasenia has told him that she knows she saw them making out, but at any rate, you don't feel like he's owning his actions, he's making a clear choice, he feels remotely remorseful no. or apologetic. It's just like he says nothing.
1: No, I agree so and I think frustrating. it's pretty clear That at that point There was They both Knew, knew. that something
0: Whether or not yeah. She told him That she knew He was kissing her yeah, It was yes, known Yes, it was known So he reveals To Jasenia here That both she And Alana Were on his list <laughs> Oh, these lists So romantic <laughs> So romantic You were on it's my like list Christmas With lists. somebody else <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, just being on someone's list really mean that much yeah. if you're not the only yeah, one on the list? Yeah, what is she, Santa
1: Claus? <laughs> you were a good girl, but there were millions of other good girls
0: so he says i didn't think i'd have feelings for her walking in at all and i don't know what's going on or what happened so a general not taking any responsibility here and jessenia he was I, yeah
1: it just an accidental pair yeah, of lips landed on his yeah, face i
0: didn't know i would feel this way i don't know what happened i don't know what's going yeah, on i don't know where victim. i am Look, I'm in let's my be head. honest
1: he's a victim he oh. was sexually assaulted by a woman who came out of nowhere yeah yes yeah, and now he's he's picking up the pieces. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I, God, I just love how Jasenia handles this. She just blinks at him. Yeah. She's literally is like.
1: Well, she does. She she sort of takes a page out of Natasha's book. It's like the quiet disgust.
0: Yeah. Alana tries to interrupt this conversation, and Jasenia politely says they're still talking.
1: <laughs>
0: she keeps her composure. I gotta. say. I mean,
1: just just barely. She's holding it together. Well, yeah. I think. I she, mean, she had really, she been
0: more polite. I think it would have been too polite. She was yeah. the perfect amount. She wasn't like. Fuck off, bitch. You yeah. know, she was I mean, like, she did we're say still that, talking. But
1: with a nice tone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then Chris says in his ITM, there's a little piece in me that was looking for something a little bit more from Jasenia."
1: Oh, Jessenia. Why didn't you give him that thing more? You villain.
0: Uh, I'm so speechless that he could think that this was some kind of explanation. So it's it's Jasenia's fault. She's the one that's missing something. He's He is lacking something from her. Although, until he had another option waiting in the wings, she was perfectly fine.
1: No guys on this show, except for the great villain Thomas, fall (laughs) on their swords. Have There's, you noticed that? Yes. There's no sword falling onto.
0: Yes, there is a serious lack of remorse. Here in his ITM, he says- Of
1: ownership. Yes. Own of- that you were a scumbag. Then you can be more of a scumbag. Which people are like, okay, so you're a scumbag. You admitted it. No, Now be a scumbag again. You could keep being a scumbag. <laughs> Just say you're a scumbag. Yes,
0: yes. Stop trying to defend yourself at every turn yeah. and blame the other person. The way Brendan with Natasha was like, well, she had no other options. Yep. And now Chris is like, oh, well, just saying there was something missing anyway. It was it's on her. Yeah. Oh, wrong. In his ITM, Chris says, here we are. Welcome to paradise. And his eyes. I had chills at this moment. His eyes are so dead. He's not smiling, but he's not frowning either. He doesn't look sad. There's no remorse, no emotion. He's just like, welcome to paradise.
1: Yeah, American Psycho.
0: Oh, I had chills watching him say that yeah. this man scares me at least like no he's Brennan's just as bad. Who am I kidding?
1: <laughs> They're all bad in their own way They're let's all, let's not let's let's not give anyone more credit than they the other yeah. yeah.
0: So now we have a performance from an Olivia Holt, a singer.
1: International recording star.
0: It's very possible she is an international recording star. But once again, we had no idea who she was.
1: My question is, did she pay or did they pay her to be on? I I don't understand how these work.
0: I don't actually know, but I suspect there's no paying going on. I see. It's very possible that, that her management company or whatever, like they probably pitch artists to show up on the show and then they have this live performance and then... They do it for free because of the exposure. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure why the show does it. Do they really need to have these artists?
1: The question is, what type of singer wants to perform in that setting on Bachelor in Paradise? I mean,
0: millions of eyeballs.
1: Right. But I'm saying if you're already established.
0: Oh, so what you're saying is the fact that an artist would come on the show suggests that they're not established?
1: Do you think the Rolling Stones would play on Bachelor in Paradise?
0: To be fair, do you think on Caitlyn Bristow's season, the Cranberries did play? So this but the Cranberries your are
1: well long in the tooth. It's been a long time since Friends, but they're timeless. Uh, timeless, maybe not in the wallet though. In the wallet, they might be ending. Time. I have
0: it on good authority. It was very difficult to get the Cranberries, but that was at a season. time when
1: the when the show was a little more respectable. Let's be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and to be fair, you know people can disagree with this, but I think Bachelor and Bachelorette is a little more respectable than Paradise.
1: I agree, but let, let's make a bet. Bruce Springsteen will never sing on <laughs> Bachelor and Paradise.
0: I am not betting against you on that one. Okay, great. So Olivia Holt uh, sings while everyone dances, and Chris here now just openly makes out with Alana while Justenia is steps away. Mm-hmm. He's a monster.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, it's what are you going to say? I mean, it's a bad thing. He's a bad dude.
0: It's the it you know, what it is for me that kills me. And I and I think that's why, like, I gauge all these things differently. You know, Aaron made out with Serena C, then Tammy made out with Thomas. And like you can gauge all these you could say that they're all awful. But I really think that the proximity and line of sight factor plays into this she was you could see her in the same frame she was right there
1: you, you almost have to start to wonder is he doing it intentionally to get attention to to sort of create to make his star shine brighter in the most terrible way yeah. but still brighter
0: maybe but i actually felt cons- more like he was on a different planet like he was maybe yeah if he weren't on a show where i know they can't bring drugs i would have thought he was on something
1: maybe he was just super drunk and he holds his alcohol well except in that kind of stuff
0: (laughs) he holds it well except he doesn't he looks
1: sober but he's actually wasted and doing terrible things
0: riley says in an itm jesenia is heartbroken we got a heartbroken one episode too late too late (laughs) and jesenia here appears to leave This is after crying a lot, obviously, and being comforted by her friends. I feel so bad for her. What an awful thing to go through. She goes back to the resort, sits down with Tammy, Mari, and Marissa on a daybed, obviously, on a daybed, Mm -hmm. and she reports back to them with what's been going on at this ever so fun VIP party. And she says, why should I look for answers when he's showing me already, you know? I wrote, yup, I wish more people would realize this. The show don't tell. He's told her for a while now how great she is, how they're a, apparently he's been telling her that they're a power couple. Hmm. And then this is what he does. Talk is cheap.
1: Yeah. Now, now, just to be totally fair here. Yeah. Is there any argument for the tiniest bit of karma for what she did to Ivan?
0: <laughs> um, That's an interesting thing about this show because there is hypocrisy Everywhere you look on, right. on Paradise, there is. Mm-hmm. She had met Chris. They had some kind of established relationship. I don't know whether she had one or not with Ivan. He knew Alana. Everyone seems to have known someone at some point in some way. I don't think that it's as bad because I think what she did is something that everyone does. While she also handled it far better with Ivan. Do you know what I mean? Like I felt like she mitigated oh, damage. She she
1: unquestionably handled it better. All I'm saying is that I know people are going to say, "Well, there's a double standard, yeah. there's karma, blah blah blah." But there's levels of karma. Like yes. if you if you step on an ant, you shouldn't be eaten by a bear. <laughs>
0: yes, right. I'm yeah. just saying
1: from the fringe, there's going to be fringe players coming. And like, oh, but Justineia did this, and so she deserves that. And yeah, but I wrong. feel like there's
0: okay. But in that case, on Paradise, there's always a fringe argument to be made. Always, like you can say the thing, same thing about Brandon and Piper. It's like, well, they're doing something that everyone else is doing. Uh,
1: there's, I brought it up because I want to make it clear there are shades of scumbaggery. Yes, and just because you go a light gray doesn't mean you deserve a dark black.
0: A dark black
1: dark black it, it goes from white to black i assume from
0: is there's no such thing as dark a white
1: black white lie to a
0: That's like saying a light white
1: oh there are blacker blacks than black there's actually like there's there there was an article i read in like a, <laughs> some some science article about them they like created the blackest black paint it, ever okay
0: i think i know what you're talking about the blackest black is so black that it,
1: it reflects zero yes. light like yeah. zero there's not one yeah. photon that's reflected and they have created the recently a blacker black than the blackest black that they created in the last creating of the blackest black competition
0: okay you win there's a, you. there's a dark black yes i'll give that to you thank you so what we're saying is Jasenia committed a light gray and she got a handed black. a dark black. Yeah. Okay. So now knowing that four new women have entered the mix, Morissa starts to melt down here because Riley is off at that VIP party. Yes. But I've got to say, if Riley were doing anything questionable, we would have seen it here. Oh, yeah. And he was doing they nothing. They had nothing. They had no, nothing. no B-roll,
1: nothing. They, they got him in a conga line. That was the worst <laughs> they could get. Just having a good time. It's like...
0: I love Riley. Yeah, he's a good man. Okay, so the next day, Mari and Kenny talk. And she says she really likes him. She wants to focus on him. He reveals he's not sure he can trust her because she shifts depending on who has the rose. She's been into him when he has a rose. And she tells him that's not it at all. And I have to admit, when some people deny that's the reason, I don't know if I believe them. But I actually do think Mari genuinely really likes Kenny Kenny, and it has nothing to do with the And I think she's
1: being totally sincere. Yes. And I think Kenny is finally in these last couple of episodes starting to show his age in a good way.
0: Yes. He says he, the feelings for her from the beginning were really strong and he's never felt that way before. Mm-hmm. And they both say they would leave there together. They I'm would not, leave I'm Paradise together. You, I got
1: my money on Kenny and Mari.
0: And they kiss and make up. So, so far, you your prediction. I mean, first of all, they're getting back together. I think we all saw this coming. Mm-hmm. But maybe they really will last.
1: I'm putting the over under at one year.
0: Wow. Yes. For paradise. A
1: full year relationship is the over under.
0: I almost want to take you up on that bet just for fun, but.
1: I will bet you $1 (laughs) that they last more than a year. From now. Wait, Wait, from from then. From this day? From the time that was when they were recording. So it was like two months ago, three months ago. Okay. So now I've got eight months. So
0: from June 2021, you say that Mari and Kenny will date in real life until June 2022. Correct. I will bet you a dollar.
1: Don't let me down, Mari. And it's not because
0: I don't believe in Kenny and Mari, but it's because this is just fun.
1: Yes, (laughs) one dollar.
0: Okay, so they kiss and make up, and they make it seem like Demi can see this, but that's doubtful. Mm-hmm. The show loves to do this—pretend yeah. they get a shot of someone looking in a certain direction, pretending that they can see whatever makeout is happening. Yeah. And now Demi goes and talks to Kenny. Mm. Oh. Kenny basically tells her that he's going to give it a go with Mari. And Demi says, why do you want her? The girl who is stuck up as fuck. She's completely different than me. She thinks her shit doesn't stink. She's rude to everyone. So is that what you like? Or someone like me who's playful and funny?
1: Yeah, not, not the greatest argument when you start shitting on someone's crush and selling yourself.
0: As playful and funny.
1: Yeah, it's it's always you. You always know it's over when you're in that position.
0: Yeah, I said I think if you have to tell someone you're playful and funny while convincing them to stay with you, it's already over.
1: You are very correct.
0: I mean, playful and funny—that's the ultimate show, don't tell. You shouldn't no. have to ever tell anyone that you're playful and funny, it's, even on a dating profile.
1: Oh yeah, it's like the scene. Just in like, be
0: playful and funny in your dating profile. Yeah.
1: It's like it's like Fredo in Godfather 2. right? he's it like Fredo. It's fredo okay. it's michael corleone's brother his, his sort of pathetic brother okay. who's he's like the real black sheep of the family okay. he's, like, he's like he's like mikey i'm smart i'm i deserve respect <laughs> and, and it's so sad he, he's just not smart and he, and he doesn't, doesn't deserve, deserve respect, respect. And, he, and when you're yelling i'm smart and i deserve respect you, yeah. you, it's not usually you should case. just
0: emanate this aura of being smart and needing and deserving respect
1: yeah if you are smart and deserve respect chances are you're not going to be in a situation where you're yelling that you're smart and you deserve 100%. respect.
0: 100 percent. so kenny says that he's not denying that demi is really fun and that he has fun with her but there was always something with mari he wasn't expecting to hang out with demi as much as he has and she interrupts him with she's not nice she's mean and he she calls mari an evil pageant girl and then she says, "I feel like an idiot, dude." And she starts to cry and covers her face with her hair.
1: From that point, I agree, she's right. I feel like an idiot, dude. And the crying—that's um, where she's real. Yeah, that's I, you know. Well,
0: I don't know if it wasn't real when she was calling Mari not nice, and, and like uh, I think that that she does. Do you think that's Demi playing up her role, or do you think she really feels that way about I don't Mari? Know.
1: Mari doesn't strike me as that terrible person. I don't no, know.
0: No, and also, why should Mari be so nice to? Jimmy.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not fair to say, like, if you're in a boxing match with a guy, like, that guy's punching me in the face. Like, it's not cool. He's mean. <laughs> yeah, it's mean. Yeah, it's the game you've chosen.
0: She says she doesn't get why he'd want someone who wasn't sure about him when she was sure about him. And I feel like this represents real-life dating. Mm-hmm. You know, there is an element of the chase in dating, and it cannot... <laughs> We cannot pretend that doesn't exist and that it cannot work. I'm not saying that Kenny only likes Mari because of that chase. Like obviously they were together and they have something special, but I don't think her wanting him should necessarily mean that he should want her. Of course, and not someone who's not sure about him. Right. All I'm saying, I'm I know I'm picking apart everything she's saying, but
1: you can't convince someone that they should like you.
0: Yes, and much less by saying someone else isn't sure about them. Right. She says that he had sex with her and then he wanted the girl who wasn't even sure. And she cries, "I'm such a fun person, I'm such a fun time." Okay, so I do feel bad for Demi here because I mm-hmm. think that, you know, rejection always sucks and I obviously this is not working out the way she wanted it to and what a blow to the ego and I do feel bad for her. No, you never want anyone to go through this, but at the same time I, you know, I, maybe she doesn't do this in real life, but in this setting, she is selling something super casual and no strings attached. Yeah. She is. Yeah. And even down to the point where that, you know, earlier that day or the day before, she was like, want to go to the boom boom room? Whenever you're down, anytime, I'm ready.
1: Yeah, she can't. And I know this is a delicate double standard situation, but she can't shame him for having sex with her when she was super sex forward from the very first second they met
0: well yeah and she also can't shame him for not wanting a commitment from him when she that first conversation where they talked like they talked about her ass cheeks and how she wanted to you know kiss him for the moment she like there was no conversation about getting to know each other she just led with the sex and that's fine i'm all about you do whatever you want to do i'm not judging her but i'm saying it's a bit of Like bait and switch Like you can't bait With this is a casual Fun No strings attached hookup, And then be like What do you mean You don't want to be with me
1: Right Kenny wasn't sitting there Like come on Have sex with me Let's go to the boom 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 What's wrong with you Why are you being such a prude Like you can't put This one on him Yeah
0: and you could Okay you could argue That he should have been More prudent With her feelings And all that stuff But again She was selling No strings attached We all saw it You could argue Maybe there was more Left on the editing room floor That we didn't see But that that's how it looked.
1: People make the age argument, like he's forty, she's what is she 26 Six, 27, or Yeah, yeah 26. so you should have known better. Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. The point is, is that watch the tape.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: Demi was no personality. It was just like you're hot. Yeah, I'm hot. Yeah, let's do the thing that two hot people do. Yeah, yeah, and let's do it fast.
0: Yeah, and again, I'm not judging that, but. You always I always come back to that episode we had with the marriage and family therapist about the arrangements thing and how a good relationship is an you, ongoing revisitation to this arrangement you have and making sure you both are on the same page about whatever arrangement. Right. And from the get go the arrangement she led with with him was just sex. Yeah. Like just fun just sex. And I feel bad for her but I don't really think that this wasn't A result of her own doing
1: She doesn't have an argument there To be honest She set herself up for failure In this relationship Yes Yeah and I don't like blaming the woman on this. No, me neither. But, and that's but, not what I mean to but, do. And, and it's not her fault. This is just, this is No, the but game. it could,
0: it, the genders could be reversed and the same thing could happen. A guy's like, oh yeah, I don't want a relationship. And then he could fall in love with a girl and she's like, what are you talking about? I never, I thought we were just having fun. Like this, it's not a gender thing. No. It's what you lead with. Exactly. There was no, we never saw a conversation where they got to know each other as people. Maybe again, that was left on the editing room floor, but it was mostly them being hypersexual with each other from the onset. Thing. And I
1: honestly think Demi, like if she has a, a few months to think about this, she will she herself will fess up to that. She's like, I did not go about that the right maybe.
0: way. Maybe, yeah. I think Demi, the real Demi, real Demi, yeah. <laughs> real Demi, uh, is quite self-aware actually. Yeah. So.
1: She lost her bearings there, but yeah,
0: whatever. Maybe a little sad. Okay, so Jessenia now. We see a lot of mm. Jessenia. She says the experience with Chris was really triggering and she can no longer trust Chris as either a partner or a friend. Totally understandable. Of course. And now everyone discusses Chris. Chris is moping around on the beach. He's looking all sad. At one point, he's sitting off on his own. He looks like he's crying. Honestly, it looks like he's trying to cry. The whole thing to me looked like he was acting remorseful yeah like oh i did a bad thing what people do now when they do bad things is look like they feel bad about having done it and so that's what i'm going to do now no yeah. there was no authenticity in this none if he really felt so bad he would have gone up to just send you without having had to be told it's, okay i know we I, know. Have I mean, have a lot we, more, we have go? a lot
1: more to unpack with chris <laughs> let's let's save it
0: okay so Riley says everyone knows Chris is full of shit. He's pretty good. I'll give him some credit. When he came in, I thought he was genuine. But now, the more and more you see him today, he was moping around like he actually cared about what he did to Jasenia. You know, you didn't care at all. He has no honor. I totally agree with Riley.
1: He's getting the Thomas treatment, but he's correct in getting it.
0: Yes. He deserves Thomas-level villain treatment. Yes. And thank God he is getting it. Yes. I, and I also love how up in arms Riley and Joe get about this. Like, you can tell they're really protective of Yesenia. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, Andy, even though James wasn't really shown, you said, James is amazing at sticking around on these shows without ever pursuing anybody.
1: He is. A, it's a talent.
0: It is a talent. Yeah. We've never seen James pursue anything. Anybody Yeah
1: I think vaguely Remember him maybe kissing someone I don't even remember who it was Maybe One night And it never went anywhere
0: Victoria P
1: Oh Yeah See we don't even know Yeah <laughs> He's amazing He's got what a skill could, For
0: someone who's He's very handsome And he seems
1: like a. He's very handsome he, He's got a good hair going He's got a good outfit going <laughs> He's And a district every attorney. once in a while Every once in a while I could see him literally He's sitting there He's like I haven't said anything In quite some time I should probably Just say something And then he basically Just sort of reiterates Something that's happening he's like Alright we're good For a while
0: Okay so now Alana joins Paradise mm-hmm. Officially mm-hmm. She's walked in On puppet strings here <laughs> She says, I don't normally go for someone who has a connection, but it's paradise and I'm going to be selfish and put myself first. Mm-hmm. OK, I definitely think that Chris is the bad guy here. And of course, this is how paradise works. Yeah. But I don't love it when people use these empowerment messages to defend questionable behavior I agree. do you know what i mean yes you can be selfish say you're being selfish great but to say like i put myself first like i'm going you know the way people use that in this way that's like to, to build your self-esteem yeah.
1: it's not empowering to be an asshole
0: yeah. Like just say you're being selfish, you're looking for love, but to say put myself first in this way that's no, no, usually no. used to suggest that you it don't do it enough
1: <laughs> is it, you are you nailed it. Yeah. Wrong X.
0: So Alana has a date card and she immediately invites Chris on the date and he says, Can we talk first? And she's like, Okay. And then they go and don't really say anything to each other. He mostly just says that he has to talk to Jasenia, but he will indeed come on the date. And doesn't talk to Justenia, by the way. No. He then makes an announcement before leaving with Alana. He yeah. says to everyone. "Hold on, Hold on. He says, we're going on a date today. I'm excited and I know that's going to upset a lot of you guys, but I'm following my heart right now. And that's what I came here to do. Mm-hmm.
1: My drop?
0: <laughs> and everyone's like crickets, understandably. Yeah. It was such a strange thing it was to the do. the strangest Chris announcement does, I've
1: ever heard. He
0: does so many strange things. He doesn't have the right reactions. He doesn't read situations properly. You just
1: have to ask yourself, what was he going for with that? What was the end result he desired?
0: I think he doesn't know How not to be The victim in every situation And so in this case He was He thought he was mitigating Everyone being upset He's like I know you're gonna be upset But I'm following my heart
1: Yeah he thought that By being honest About being a piece of shit Everyone would like him
0: Yeah but he wasn't Really being honest About being a piece of shit He was just like I'm following my heart He didn't own Being a piece of shit at all He in fact defended himself By saying he was Following his
1: heart Oh you're right
0: Yeah Yeah,
1: He was actually announcing That he's He's like Romeo In Romeo and Juliet (laughs) 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> i should have read his speech in a british accent yeah you
1: missed that one
0: <laughs> so joe gives a giant nobody cares talk to this mm-hmm. which is great <laughs> exactly how we all feel and in general it's cute how team Jasenia everyone seems to be and here before chris leaves on his date people are like chris you should really talk to Jasenia." yeah Oh,
1: imagine that. Imagine. He has to be told to talk to Jasenia.
0: Yeah, he's been moping all morning, supposedly crying. And then even with Alana's like, I have to talk to Jasenia first, but I will come. And then he still needs to be told to talk to Jasenia. So Chris approaches and Jasenia stops him. And she says, you showed me who you are. We don't have anything to talk about. Boom. Boom.
1: She Natasha'd him.
0: She Natasha'd him. She, I think, went easier on him. Than Natasha did on Brendan. But that said, she kind of circles back later. But in this moment, she's yeah. like, she gives him the finger oh, yeah. appropriately. So
1: and he just rolls out. <laughs> he's like, mm, okay.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's like, okay, sweet.
1: Yeah, Ugh. he was. I, you could tell he was almost relieved. He's like, well, I don't have to do yeah, that now. Yeah,
0: he pretended to be like, oh, but he yeah. really didn't he was give like, a shit. Sweet. And Joe says he thinks Chris came out with a playbook or a strategy. Mm. So Chris and Alana go on a zip lining date, and I wrote. I don't care. I just didn't care about this date. It's hard. I, I just... I mean, they're
1: really scraping the bottom of the barrel when they've gotten back to zip lining. I and mean, that's like...
0: <laughs> it's not the activity. It's just that I don't have an emotional investment in Alana. I know that's not really fair. I don't think she's the bad guy here. But I just... The whole thing soured me to them before they even went on their date. And, it, was,
1: it was absolutely dead on arrival. No one yes, cared. Yes, no one cared. No one cared. It could have been the most amazing date ever. Or yeah. The, the shittiest day yeah, ever. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah.
0: Back at the resort, Joe reveals Chris had been asking him, how did you get popular? What did you do? Et cetera. He says he thinks that Chris thinks this is how one does paradise. Mm. I don't understand how people ask these questions and think that it's not transparent.
1: It's so do bizarre. They, uh,
0: Chris in general does not know How to say the right thing at the right time I don't
1: think He's like again to make a Spock analogy from Star Trek He's like how do you act human Show me (laughs) What are these emotions you speak of I want to experience sadness
0: (laughs) It's true He's like I want to experience remorse This is what it looks like when other people experience remorse I will emulate that
1: (laughs) I have seen this thing you do When you do a terrible thing I want to also feel this
0: Joe, James, and Jasenia now discuss how interested in fame and followers the two of them were. Mm. Jasenia even says, Alana has talked to me about followers before, too.
1: You know what I feel like this whole thing is? And this is a little crass, but you're at a really nice dinner party. Okay. Like intimate. There's like maybe five, six, maybe ten people. Who knows? But it's very nice. Elegant. Okay. okay. And you get up, you say, I, I need to excuse myself to use the restroom. Yeah. Like basically... That's the analogy to Bachelor in Paradise. Everyone should say, excuse me, I need to use the restroom, or just excuse me, I'll be back in a moment, like either one. You don't get up and say, hey, I gotta take a really huge shit. (laughs) I'll be back in like 20 minutes. Give or take depends how much toilet paper there is.
0: Yeah. What you're saying is that there is a certain decorum.
1: Yeah. Everyone knows you're going to take a shit. It's okay. Everyone does it. Yeah. Everyone don't have to talk about it. Everyone
0: is getting followers. Everyone is being paid to be there, by the way, versus Bachelor and Bachelorette. They do get paid per week. So there is financial incentive, both short term and long term. Yes. Everyone knows. And you're right. They don't need to talk about the giant dump they're going to take. Yes,
1: Excuse me. (laughs) I'll be back in a moment yeah. I have to use the restroom best <laughs> euphemism ever I have to use the restroom I have to utilize a room that is for resting <laughs> I may open the door and you may smell something foul but that just means I was resting very calmly
0: I had a good rest yes, That's why I, it so. I, well. I,
1: I used the time to rest very peacefully
0: <laughs> oh man oh where was I <laughs> In general, too, I'm trying to gauge how well Jesenia and Alana know each other. Because for Alana to have talked to Jesenia about followers... We'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. There
1: should be like a... You know, like in the 80s, they had those like books, those cheat books on how to win video games or like Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Like they should have a cheat book on how everyone knows each other in Bachelor in Paradise. Just like a huge matrix. I bet you
0: honestly, I think that's what Reddit is for.
1: It's true. But Reddit's hard. You got to through a lot of stuff I want a book I want to see the spider web
0: you know what you want is a newsletter oh my god someone should do that yeah I think honestly right now what that is is podcasts, except yeah. not our podcast because we don't really cover that stuff. I don't kind need a
1: podcast. Stuff. I literally need a map. I want a, a, a spreadsheet or a matrix, a spider web. One of those things like in those those F, those movies about serial killers where the guy on his wall has yeah. all those like, Strings. like rubber bands yeah. attached to different pictures. I just want
0: You that. basically want an infographic. Yes. Of, yes. Of- and
1: it shouldn't be that hard. I mean, there are a lot of combinations, <laughs> but it's not like there's like 7,000 people. It's only like 30 people. Just do it. Maybe someone now, do that.
0: Now someone will make that for you. Yeah.
1: Right. I could just start <laughs> Someone made you for a things. program. I just start asking <laughs> for things. I have to think of some things I want that are reasonable.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, back on the date, Chris says to Alana, do you think you're going to get a rose? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> she looks awkward. She kind of glances at the camera. And in general, her expression says, stop it. Yeah, like It's such a weird thing to say.
1: Like you know that there's cameras on us, and we talked about this. You don't have to say this.
0: Yes, and it's also, by the way, not guaranteed that he is giving her the rose because he's proven to be very
1: Chris is two faced and shady. Oh, too long.
0: Yes, he really is. It, it's funny how I actually don't think alana was that bad in all this, but
1: he made her look it awful. To look- Awful. He
0: made her look terrible, and
1: arguably worse than him in <laughs> yeah, some ways. Yeah, like yeah. she may end up being the bigger villain, and and this is we'll get to it. But this is why she was so upset. I think. Yeah, she was like, and look, I will say this though: buyer beware. Yes. Just because you're going on television doesn't mean it's all roses. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Mm-hmm television can bite back so hard. So hard. And no one ever thinks about that. They're just like, wow, I'm going to be on TV. It's yeah. going to be great. Yep. But just remember, just as many people are watching you be good and funny as they're watching you being a piece of shit.
0: Well, or kind of calculated because on that topic, we see them making out. So after ziplining, they have snacks.
1: Mm-hmm. I like they snacks.
0: have snacks. <laughs> and Chris says, it's about time you showed up. And then they make out in an awkward way and he says this is on TV we have to keep it PG-13 so you could argue he's breaking the fourth wall but it honestly just sounds like he's very aware of the cameras what I can't stand is when people are like oh we have to keep PG-13 for for the cameras and then they're like <laughs> It's like I don't know It just looks really acting-y It's like Oh yeah We gotta keep it PG-13 And suddenly They're in the deepest Most most involved kiss ever
1: The whole thing Was very awkward Yes He really Chris is slowly Now digging himself A Brendan-like hole
0: Yeah It's like They didn't think That would be aired
1: There's a lot of Misconceptions About The people on this show thinking that they can get away with things that are going to end up on the cutting floor, or that are not even being filmed or recorded. Yeah, (laughs) like you really need to go to like a prep. There should be like like a sort of a paradise prep school. Yeah, like like an onboarding. (laughs) Like this is paradise. There are cameras everywhere. Your mic, your mic is very sensitive. No matter how much you scratch it, we will hear what you say. Remember these things. <laughs> so now back at the resort,
0: Chelsea arrives. And Andy, you said no more. <laughs> Chelsea talks to Thomas and Aaron. And Aaron, by the way, says, Good to see you again. So it seems they've yeah, met. They've met. Again, it's, hard, it's hard to the keep track. I need well, that we need that infographic. We yeah, need yeah. the serial killer map. <laughs> so Chelsea takes Aaron on the date mm-hmm. and they ride horses on the beach. And meanwhile, back at the beach, Becca reveals that Aaron hasn't really asked her many questions. And Andy, you said Aaron does seem like the kind of guy who doesn't ask questions.
1: I mean, does he not?
0: I mean, I have to admit you're right. And that's supported by what happens here. While he and Chelsea sit down on a blanket for a little glass of bubbly, Mm -hmm. he opens with, what was it that made you want to go on a date with me? (laughs) I think it's hilarious that his one question is about him, like fishing for compliments. I have a question
1: for you. (laughs) What do you like about me?
0: It's so fishing. Yeah, yeah. What else can
1: that
0: be? You can let that come about.
1: As Chris said, welcome to paradise.
0: I mean, that definitely tracks with Becca's experience. He doesn't ask questions. No. He just asks what you like about him. He
1: asks piercing questions about how you feel about him.
0: Meanwhile, on a daybed, Becca is with Tia and Kendall. I think it's cute that they're all from Ari's season and they're friends. Very yeah, cute. They're all adults. Yeah. And Becca says, this is so, so vastly different than when I was bachelorette. <laughs> and Andy, you said, Becca's too classy for this. It just sticks out. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Okay. In the evening, a date card arrives. Tia reads it and it's for Becca. Becca. And I got to say, to me, this felt like producers knew she was interested in Thomas and they concocted this for while Aaron was away so that she wouldn't feel awkward with Aaron there. You know, they got Becca Kufrin to come on the show. I don't think she's going to get the same garbage treatment that just anyone gets. Oh, no,
1: she's legitimate royalty.
0: Who doesn't have to say she's royalty? She's the
1: heir to the throne. She's in the bloodline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely feels like they want to make her happy. And they give her this opportunity. It's a, it's a golden opportunity. Yep. And Becca says about Thomas that she has found him well-spoken, charming, and charismatic.
1: I also agree.
0: And I said, I've missed adjectives. Mm-hmm. And Becca then talks to Tammy. Very classy move. Ooh, so classy. Before talking to Thomas. And she asks Tammy, if she would mind it, if she asked Thomas on the date. And Tammy is extremely gracious.
1: She is. They're friends. I mean, they are friends, apparently. I don't know what it means to be a friend these days (laughs) in Bassman Nation, but they're apparently friends.
0: Well, Tammy says, don't hold back. If you want to kiss him, kiss him. At the end of the day, if he picked me after going out with you, then I'll know for sure. If you want to explore it, I think you should. I think that this is very gracious of Tammy, but I also wonder if she would be as gracious if a non- Royal after
1: this, <laughs> she's almost like if someone's gonna take my man, I'm happy it's you. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm losing no. him to a queen. <laughs>
1: this breakup's gonna get me at least seven thousand Instagram followers.
0: <laughs> so Becca officially takes Thomas on this date. He agrees without any hesitation, and Tammy cries on the beach. And Andy, you said I'd cry too if Thomas went on another date. While they leave, there's a lot of, of build-up here. Everyone discusses the similarities between Thomas and Aaron. And Andy here, you said, how much time is left? <laughs> we were starting to fade. Yeah. Yeah, this episode lost its steam mm-hmm. about halfway through. And James in a voiceover suggests that it's convenient that Bachelor Nation social climber Thomas would go for the former bachelorette. I' am uh, still
1: holding that torch. That it's district the one attorney case. just won't quit. It's the one case he couldn't close.
0: <laughs> so over dinner, Becca says that her experience as bachelorette left her Not only engaged, but after everything ended, very guarded. So she's very guarded going into this, and she's scared to be doing this. And Thomas says he gets that, but he doesn't want to live a life of leaving what-ifs on the table. And he said he had a lot of trepidation coming into all of this, but he has none talking to her. And a mariachi band enters. Mm -hmm. And they're really good, by the way. Not bad, not bad. And they dance and make out. I gotta say, this pairing seems weirdly legit. Like, I kind of see it working. I agree. I kind of didn't really get Tammy and Thomas together, nor did I get Becca and Aaron together.
1: I agree. I am I am giving Thomas's hand away to Becca.
0: <laughs> Very generous of you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean he seems into it and I guess one could argue that he betrayed Tammy, but Tammy eh, betrayed Aaron. And-
1: it's a betrayal circle jerk. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> He's fine. He's clean. <laughs>
0: I think that's, that might be in the title of this episode, Betrayal Circle Jerk. <laughs> so Aaron and Chelsea now return from their date. Tammy is continuing to cry on the beach. And Aaron, when he hears what has happened, has zero sympathy. He almost seems to relish how upset Tammy is more than he seems upset that Becca went on this date.
1: And, and to be fair to Aaron, I respect that.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I think the vindication is sweeter than the loss is painful.
0: <laughs> well, he doesn't know anything about Becca. He never asked her any questions. So how he much can he but really he be losing? he does know
1: what Becca thinks about him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, there's a lot of Aaron and Tammy here. And I got to say, I just, I'm over. Both them. Yeah, they kind of deserve each other in a weird way <laughs>
1: yeah i think everyone including them is over them
0: and my next section is titled general discussion about how scumbaggy chris is that he likely had an existing relationship with alana and andy you said what about brendan and piper
1: this is what i'm going to say about this chris who is absolute terror like we've established terrible yep he has been sentenced to death yep with no uncertain terms. Yeah. He's going straight to the gas chamber. Like there's not even an appeal. Yeah. He's being executed. And Brendan gets a thousand dollar fine and 30 hours of community service. At most. Are you kidding? I don't think he even got that. He did. He got it. He just literally, the, the judge is like, ah, don't do it again, kid. You're good. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The, the imbalance. Yeah. Of punishment. Yep. I, <sighs> remaining calm.
0: So Chris, but,
1: but I think he's getting his comeuppance. And I oh, think Brendan? there's a scene where you see Brendan sort of hovering around the discussion about how shitty Chris is. Yeah. And you can see in his head, he's like, I'm next.
0: I think Brendan's comeuppance probably came when episode six aired. Oh. Yeah, I think it's more of a, a public comeuppance and oh, not so. a, among friends. But, but I believe that
1: on the show, the comeuppance will happen as well. I think it has well, that's to. That's what
0: the previews seem to suggest. It has to. So Chris and Alana re-enter paradise and Joe immediately confronts Chris. Joe's really up in arms here. Yeah. And he says, it does seem like a lot of this was structured. Mm. And Chris replies, is just such a great girl. And I think the hardest part for me in going through everything is I wanted to give as much as she was giving. And I was putting everything I could into it and hoping that like it would just click in my head. So we started to play victim somehow. I don't even know how that's possible. Mm-mm. But suddenly... He was just trying so hard. He just couldn't. He was giving it everything he had. And my favorite part is Joe cuts him off and says, start again, because that made no sense. (laughs) And I said, (laughs) which, by
1: the way, you could say about almost everything everyone says. But but to his credit, he was right.
0: I said, "Okay, Joe is hot. I love how Joe's personality came out here.
1: Yeah.
0: And he really wouldn't. I love how he saw right through it.
1: I think he got tired of playing up the buffoon Joe. He was like, okay, this is getting tired. I'm just going to be Joe.
0: Joe and Riley go at Chris for his language in leading Jesenia on, calling, apparently he called them the strongest couple, Mm -hmm. sort of reinforcing her belief that he came there for her specifically. Yeah. And she says, you literally told me word for word that you were not going to choose Alana over me. And that's exactly what you did.
1: Oh, man, the, the fire and the pitchforks are out. Chris is done for.
0: And now your pitchfork is going to come out because he replied, I'm not 110% sure I said that. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: As if it it wasn't bad enough. Yeah.
0: For anyone who has missed, uh, I think it was a Bachelorette recap, but Andy does not like percentages over 100.
1: No one gives 110%. No one gives 100.0001%. Don't say it. Don't say it. And if you want to say it, say they give a million percent. At least then you're basing it on the assumption that you're being ridiculous.
0: Riley says, I believe you were a man with no honor or respect or code. Ah, I love Riley. I yes. love how upset he's I getting. I wouldn't
1: want to be a guy who Riley says has no honor, respect, or courage. Oh, no,
0: me neither. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Alana then asks if Edwin wants to know what she thinks. And they're all like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel a bit bad for her, but also I don't think that's how you should approach that.
1: She was in the wrong place at the wrong, wrong time, but she sort of should have known what was coming for her.
0: Yeah, I don't feel like... You should be like, does anyone want to know what I think? You should just come in and try to say what you think.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, they all tell Chris to pack his bags and leave. And once again, we were like, what about Brendan?
1: Unbelievable. Brendan's sitting on the beach, just having a nice old time. Yep. So Chris sits down. You know what it is? It's a testament to likability. Yes. Chris is not that likable. He's not likable. Brendan is extremely likable. Yep. The judge took favor with Brendan. For now.
0: You know who else is likable? Yesenia. She has a lot of friends Absolutely. and look at them coming, coming to her defense.
1: You know who else is likable? Who? Thomas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Chris sits down with Alana here and she seems super upset, but not much is said here. There's some back and forth until he says, I think this is where I leave paradise. And he asks if she would leave with him. And Andy, you said she has to choose between him and TV. <laughs>
1: She says that Selfiest leaving his choice.
0: <laughs> she says that leaving would mean being in a committed relationship. And it's clear neither of them are really interested in that if it's not being filmed. Mm-hmm. And she says, so like does me staying here just mean I avoid literally everyone and have no friends? And he says, <laughs> I don't know, and he gets up to leave.
1: Oh, Chris is just nailing it left and right. Mm-hmm.
0: So Alana and Chris leave. Uh, Alana crosses the beach wearing a tiny backpack. And he gets in a car, which turns out to be her car, because she says, this is not your car.
1: Oh, cold was, as ice.
0: I was, okay, I'm so confused by this. Was I'm, this planned to further humiliate him? I
1: have no idea what's happening, but it is nasty. Like hey, Chris is
0: It's almost like she realized how unpopular he was and no longer wanted to be associated with him. It's
1: totally true. It's high school. She had like a huge crush on this guy. And when she realized that he was a loser, she's like, I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because I said, wasn't she just so into him an hour ago?
1: It's disturbing.
0: Yeah, it was a little shocking to me. It's not like I expected them to leave together and suddenly be dating. But it was kind of funny how they were like so great. And they were kissing. And they're like, oh, we're going to be strong together. And then all of a sudden when... Everyone was coming at him with the pitchforks. It yeah. was it was like like she was oh, oh, done. Man. Yeah.
1: And it's not like he doesn't deserve it. I'm not no, saying he you know, fully she deserves was, it. but but still it's like, who <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and Natasha here expresses her irritation that people didn't treat Brendan and Piper the same Thank way. Thank you. I agree. And I wrote at the end, crazy how there hasn't been one rose ceremony in these four hours.
1: (laughs) I don't know how that's possible. (laughs) It's a record.
0: Yeah. They know how to milk this show. Oh, milk. It's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) 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 Okay. And that that brings us to the end of episode seven. Mm -hmm. Yay.
1: 70%.
0: Uh, Okay, Word Watch. Andy, would you like to announce to the Shandies what the Word Watch for Episode 8 will be?
1: Instagram.
0: Instagram. So, you must guess how many times you think the word Instagram will be uttered in Episode 8. And that will be, by the way, on Tuesday night. Yes. And we have another prize. It's another Hello (laughs) Tishy. You have another chance at Hello (laughs) Tishy. And to enter... You will write your guess either below this YouTube video or on the Instagram post for this episode. Mm -hmm. And you must use the numeral. Numeral. Yes. Don't spell S-I-X. You put the number six. Mm -hmm. And you must do it by 11.59 p.m. on Friday, this Friday. And Sound hello
1: good? to everyone who said hello, Andy, <laughs> yes. in their guess. I appreciate that.
0: Yes. And if you guess correctly, you will be entered in a draw, and one name will be randomly selected, and that person will win a Hello Tushy bidet. And once again, thank you to Hello Tushy for sponsoring our WordWatch giveaway. And yeah, Instagram. That'll be interesting. Sure to will. To see how many come up. Okay, Andy, let's close with who would we go for based on this episode? Ah. <sighs>
1: Again, I'm struggling between Mari and Kendall. Kendall, just for old time's sake, and she, you know, I just, she didn't do anything. Oh, it's
0: definitely Kendall. She knew about the birds having just holes, and at the end, she was talking about being ambidextrous with feet.
1: I'm getting there. You're right. You're right. (laughs) She did it. But I'm just saying that it's with somewhat of a heavy heart, but I'm with Kendall. I am with Kendall, ride or die.
0: I think you're pretending to waffle more than you actually are. You really like Kendall. And I totally get it. <laughs> I'm, I have a girl crush on Kendall. No,
1: I have a great wife. she not great. <laughs>
0: no, it's true. I love Kendall. I hope to meet her one day. But yeah. I'm still going for Joe. I love how he stood up for Yesenia in this episode. I would love to see him go at Brendan a bit. We'll see what happens with that.
1: I would be upset if you didn't go for Joe.
0: Good. I'm glad. I'm glad I did not let you down. All right, then. I think that's a wrap for this recap episode of Dear Shandy, Mm -hmm. episode seven. Mm -hmm. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we're going to ask you. We will ask you to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, tell your friends a big one, leave iTunes ratings and reviews, and generally do the things you would do to keep a podcast that you listen to and enjoy alive. Vibrant. Vibrant. And on that note, I think that's a wrap. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye.